I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of the Stephen and Kevin Show, we talk about centers of influence that don't reciprocate. What's the best way to get social with clients? And using Facebook before you even brush your teeth. All right, welcome back, everybody. Episode 15 coming at you. This was one that was supposed to be done from Tampa or yeah. from Boston this past week. But we couldn't pull it together. Between the, the flights and the lobster roll, we didn't get around <laughs> to it. Yep. So here we are, live back again from the studio, and uh, coming at you with three good questions today, I think, Kevin. Yeah. Well-rounded. One about COIs, one about getting social, and one about social media. Yeah, before we do that, though, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's a button. It's, like, right there, right? And uh, and subscribe, right? We, we're trying to build subscribers. That's what we're doing. Uh, the show, hopefully you'll like it. And if you like it, you should uh, be notified when we have a new episode up. Hit that button. Absolutely. So this one comes from at bhutch05. Thoughts on bringing it to the attention of a COI that you've referred them three to zero. Good idea or relationship? No, no. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, I love this question. I think it's really good. And it's a common question that we get from advisors who are building relationships with other professionals, CPAs and attorneys and and the like. And it's really common, right? I've given them three referrals, four referrals, five referrals, and I'm not getting anything coming back my way. Well, a lot of times we find that advisors get a little bit stagnant with these partnerships. And just out of convenience, the person does a good job for your clients you know each other, you know, there's some camaraderie there, and they keep referring to someone even though they don't get anything in return. And part of that is it takes some work to go out and find somebody else who you've got to then vet, make sure they can serve as clients. They may not even get it. You know, maybe it's a whole CPA or an attorney thing that they don't refer. And so it kind of slows people down and they just say, screw it, I'm going to keep sending business to this person. Yeah, so what do you do? I mean, do you, do you bring it to their attention? See, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you uh, well, lay it on only, the table? In my opinion, there's only two ways to go about it. You either walk away from it entirely or you have the conversation first. Uh, I'd be, I'm an advocate of having that conversation. Yeah. And, and we've uh, often called it the regroup meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of this, I, I had an advisor, I'll give you the short end of this story. I had an advisor a while back, Kevin, you probably remember this, who called me. He was really upset about this CPA partner. He said, I've been having lunch with him. I've been taking him out. I've been sending him business. I got nothing back. Today is the last lunch. And and so my advice to him was, (laughs) before you go down in flames, at least have a conversation with this guy and tell him, you know, hey, here's the situation is, you know, what's going on essentially. Mm -hmm. And the guy tells him, believe it or not, you know, I didn't even know you were really looking for new clients. I knew you were doing really well. Saw that big new car you bought for your wife. And whether wow. you believe him or not, I don't believe him. He did, yeah. in fact, send a referral afterwards. Good. I, so, I, I think it's more just bringing it to the table. I mean, it, to use a southern expression, we say sometimes putting the skunk on the table. Ooh, right? I like that from the California from here. the California guy. But um, you know, in terms of asking like or, or broaching this conversation, I think there's so many ways to go about it. it depends upon you and, and your personality, your relationship with that center of influence. Uh, but I'd be I, yeah. inclined to say something like. You know, hey, Stephen, really appreciate the job you've done for the Smiths and such and such. But, you know, I feel like maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe I haven't really explained to you the type of clients that I work with best because for whatever reason, we haven't really seen any kind of flow back from you. So I'd love to take you, you know, out to lunch at some point and maybe show you our process, how we work with clients something along those lines. And I would fall on the sword and say, maybe I haven't done a good job of doing that. Yeah. And you can look at it a couple of ways. Most often you want to have that for that, that 
reality check conversation mm-hmm. face-to-face. Um, and in yeah. setting that up, you might want to give them a call and just say, if Kevin's the CPA who doesn't refer back, I might say, Kevin, uh, you know, hey, it, it's been a while. Let's catch up. Right. I don't want to tell them, hey, I want to have a lunch so I can confront you. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to say, hey, let's catch up. Yeah. I want to take you to lunch. And at that lunch, you know, you can be firm or yeah. you can be nice, you know, very nice about it. You know, if you want to be nice about it, use words like opportunity. Kevin, I could see there being so much opportunity with us working together. We've got similar client bases. You know, if we're if we're getting together a little more often and really looking out for each other and are crystal clear on what you're looking for and what I'm looking for, could you see that prompting more business back and forth? And I'm just starting to reel them in by asking questions. And that's mm-hmm. if I'm being super nice about it. Right. If I want to be firm about it and I'm one step away from walking away, I might say, Hey, Kevin, you know, I just got to thinking about it. First of all, I was looking through the list, and and great job with these clients. They're all happy with you. But so I was looking at it. I've sent three people now to you. And, and again, happy you did a great job for them. But what gives? Yeah, I haven't gotten anything back from you. Yeah. And if I find out that you send all the new business to your brother-in-law, who's also an advisor, or that your firm has now decided to go in-house with investment management, or that you just don't refer, I'm walking away. Right. I don't care what kind of job you do for my clients. There's somebody else in town who can do it equally well, more than likely. And actually reciprocate, yeah, right? and fit that criteria as well. How, here's one, one last idea, and that's more of a review meeting style approach. And this is going to be um, kind of almost like what you hinted at, Stephen, where you would have you meet with that center of influence, let's say, over lunch, or you could even bring them in the office. You'd have two lists, lists of people that you've referred to them, and it's just a status update on where everyone is. Then you flip that page over, right? And you have a list of people that they referred to you, and they'll get it. Right. right. <laughs> very well, clearly that, oh, my gosh, I haven't really well, referred It's very much. rare. Even those who refer you uh, some business probably don't refer you as much as you refer them. Right. So. All right. Good question. Thanks for yes, that. Yes. Thank you very much. Question number two. This is from email. It says, you talk about building social relationships with clients. What is the best way? Lots of ways to do that. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the interesting pieces of our most recent research, every year we'll do two uh, batches of research, if you will, starting off the year as we've just now completed. Kevin's showing one of our nice new infographics. Mm-hmm. And then middle part of the year, we'll do some more research. Part of what we wanted to drill down on this January batch was, uh, first of all, what creates a social relationship with clients? Yeah. Because previous research projects of ours have proven that if you do, in fact, have social relationships with clients, they refer you more business, they're more loyal, oh, yeah. they rate you higher, and all kinds of different criteria. So further defining what creates that social, but then on the backside of it, which of these social activities has the most payoff when it comes to actual new business coming in that year? Yeah. And this was really interesting. This is cool stuff. You're amongst some of the first people to hear this data, but we're excited about it. So of the affluent investors who had a social lunch with their advisor, 65% sent at least one referral or introduction over the past 12 months. Pretty strong. Yeah, they did something socially, right? Uh, 59% referred. Um, worked alongside advisor in charitable efforts, 59% referred. Engaged in hobbies or activities with advisors, 56% referred. I mean, this is just, this is awesome. And, and the number one one was having a social lunch with them. And, and we're under no illusions here. When we look down to, you know, say 50, uh, 45% referred and uh, of the people who had met the advisor's spouse, that previous year. Right. Now, we understand the difference between causality and correlation. We're not saying just because you meet the spouse, Means, you then go and refer. Right. It's not quite that simple. But these are all fantastic indicators of what can happen 
if you're engaging with clients socially. Social lunch, not only being the most effective way, it's also one of the easiest because yeah. it's so routine. Yeah. You know, you can say once a week we're going to do this, and that's pretty easily managed. Yeah, and so you just have to, to call up that client and say, hey, Jim, or hey, Sally, look, it's been a while. I want to catch up. I'd love to do lunch at some point. No paperwork. Just want to catch up. Um, and just something that gives them the, the feeling that it's not going to be a, a review meeting over lunch. Exactly right. Yep. No paperwork. No paperwork. Yeah, something along those lines. This question was from one of the preeminent thought leaders in the industry. If you're oh, not following gosh. this guy, you should be. It's from <laughs> at Stephen Boswell. Oh, gosh. It, uh, is that enough preamble there? Uh, it, we, uh, this is based on some of the research we just got out. And I, my question is to Kevin, what is with everybody who checks Facebook first thing when they wake up in the morning? Yeah, so we did research on this. We found that 47% of affluent consumers check Facebook before they or, or once they wake up in the morning, which is amazing, probably before they're even brushing their teeth. Way higher than I thought it would way be. Way higher, and, and I do that. You, you, don't, you probably don't do that. I, I just wake up and start writing articles and start studying up for the day. And- I, well, mostly you post just gym selfies. <laughs> I mean, that's what I see mostly you posting on Facebook. Check out these buses. Yeah, yeah like, just got my workout in, full body workout. Um. <laughs> No, but I mean, a lot of people do it, and it's because it's we're addicted to these mediums. I have some other Facebook stats that I pulled here. Oh, all right. Uh, and listen, listen to this: every sixty seconds on Facebook, five hundred and ten comments are posted. Hmm. Two hundred ninety-three thousand status statuses are updated, and one hundred thirty-six thousand photos are uploaded. Wow! Every sixty seconds. So you know, and we're talking about one point five billion people. This is an absolute behemoth of a network, and it's almost like we have. Other lives on Facebook. I mean, we check it. I mean, I check it all the time. And to me, it's... um, Who are you in your second life on Facebook? I, I don't want to say second <laughs> life, but, you know... It's, does your wife know about this oh, yeah. second uh, life? But I do want to... I mean, it's just... Um, we become somewhat addicted to, to checking these. And, and you know how many people I've seen who, who've said, I'm quitting Facebook, and then they're back like a month later. I, mean, I think, you know... They can't quit. They, they can't. tried to go cold turkey. They should have just went to checking it like once a day. You know what's interesting too with it is the people who quit and when they quit and they may delete their account, whatever they do, and they come back, all they have to do is log in and like everything repopulates again. Facebook knows you're coming back. They know you're coming back. But you know, stuff. also, yeah, and in our research, you see there being, you know, I know there's a lot talked about with millennials being more into technology and social networks, but it's absolutely real. And the millennials were more likely to be those morning checkers, yeah. if you will. Um, which tells us, from an advisory perspective, this is uh, not just a trend that will pass. It's a way that you should be engaging clients and prospects and COIs. Uh, obviously, Facebook, a little bit different animal than LinkedIn yes. in terms of you got to have some uh, some social equity there before you connect. Mm-hmm. But it's a great tool for learning what's happening in their life and for better connecting with them. Yeah, if you want to if you want to see um, more kind of selfie shots of Stephen working out, make sure you connect oh, with them. Oh, get out of here! But anyway. you know. Uh, <laughs> Gang, by the way, great time of year to be thinking about performance coaching. If you haven't filled out the profile on our website already, please do so. We'd be happy to, t- uh, to chat with you. We actually have uh, – we always feel like we do a lot of programming, but this year more than ever, we've got more programming coming for our coaching clients than ever before. Mm-hmm. In addition to the one-on-one time spent with their coach, we've got access to a whole host of webinar series we're doing and live events like our Affluent Marketing Symposium. It's coming up very soon. Yeah, we're, we're, we're leaving for it on Wednesday. So, so um, by the time you see this, uh, you may be missing it. Yeah. But next time. If you have a question, use hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin. You can use it on Twitter. You can use it on Instagram. Um, And also, don't forget that subscribe button that's right there. Thanks, everybody.